Hello and welcome to the Press Start Podcast. You are joined tonight by myself, Ash, and as always, my co-host, Shane. We've been away for a couple of weeks, a couple of things away from the podcast that have got in the way of us being able to record this episode. Uh, Tonight, we are focusing on Starfield Direct. Uh, It's a little bit later than we'd hoped, uh, by a week or so. However, this is a part of the whole showcase from the Summer Games Fest that we absolutely wanted to cover. Uh, There's a huge amount of excitement, not just from ourselves, but everybody on Xbox who's looking forward to Starfield that's coming out later on this year. Um, Shane, just before we sort of get into it completely, what's your overall sort of... What did you come away from this showcase feeling? I just... Ecstatic, honestly. I I mean, I've been looking forward to this game, as many people have, and I know you have for a yeah. long time since it was first announced. Um, and obviously we were big fans of No Man's Sky that's you know, very similar. But this just, I, it, it blew my mind, just the, the different things you can do, which obviously we're going to get into. But it almost seems like it'd be an endless game. So it just got me more and more and more excited and just thinking the hours that we are going to put into this is just beyond yeah, belief. I think, I mean, we obviously we saw last year pretty much the same sort of thing in terms of a Starfield Direct show, but that was, obviously the detail was a lot finer then, wasn't it? There wasn't as much information about anything you could do, really. There was a bit of gameplay, sort of cinematic footage, and even from that, we, you know, you can check back from last year's podcast where we discussed it, and it was like, this looks incredible. And yet, we just sat for that 45 minutes during that show, and we were just in awe of every every little element they covered, which we'll cover in this episode. We were just like, I can't. That just is incredible. Just doing we? It was just, yeah. Through. We were just absolutely I mean, it's, mind it's blown. When the video first starts and it goes through the kind of different planets and the sunsets and the, and they explain that if you see, if you're stood on a planet, and you see a moon in the distance, it's not just a backdrop. That is something it, yeah. that you could jump on your ship and go visit. It's not just a backdrop. It's not just graphics. It is there. It's a, it's a proper moon that you could go land on. And I just think how how can it look that stunning but actually be a part of the game that far away and it would just that kind of element that you just it just instantly wowed you to think oh my god like yeah, I, th- I think not to mention when they got into what you can actually do it was just like wow yeah i mean obviously it opened with todd howard um sort of going and giving us a bit of an insight into the game and everything and what i find insane as a sort of a, a stat i suppose is this is the first new IP, new title from Bethesda in 25 years. Like they've been yeah. used, they've been creating the same, the Elder Scrolls and you know the Fallout series and so on for 25 years now, to a point where you know that's almost as old as I am since they last created a brand new IP. And yeah, that's insane. And you know, they've obviously Todd Howard has said previously, and I think it was even mentioned again in this one. This is this is a game that has been many, many, many years in the making. That's this is what I'm the... just going to point out yeah. from this. You mentioned the 25 years, and he's wanted to do this game for 20. Yeah, but he's never just been able to the... because yeah. the hardware and the software has never been there. Now it is, and and this is it, it's like he's a little kid in a sweet shop, isn't it? I can finally oh, yeah. deliver on what's been my dream for 20 years so and and mentioning the sort of new ips it's one thing we begged for before the showcase obviously we knew before these showcases that this would you 
But new IPs is what we want, and it looks like this is going to deliver on such a big scale. Oh, massively. And I think, you know, the, the Xbox showcase itself delivered three or four new titles that we're, you know, we're, gonna, we're looking forward to seeing. The majority of them we won't see until, you know, probably next year's Xbox showcase in more yeah. detail. But we know that we're now, you know, less than three months away from Starfield. And the, the deep dive that we've got that we'll obviously start looking a bit more in depth with now you just can't believe this is going to be something that three months from now we will be so heavily invested in. Yeah. I, I just think it's insane. And like I say, you know, after the show, you're obviously going to get your, your trolls, you're going to get your negative comments and people going, you know, Bethesda quite often failed to deliver on launch. You know, there's quite a few games, Fallout 76 being one of them recently, where, same with, you know, the Skyrim and, and all I these sort of games. I don't with that. No, not at all. I and I think that's the problem. They, they but I are, don't think that will be a big thing here. I, no, I don't think Xbox could have afforded the first big, big, big major one from Bethesda to be a terrible launch. And I think, like say, you know, Skyrim and all of them sort of games, everything from Bethesda has always had that slight, uh, what's the word, sort of reputation of they always launch with bugs, they always launch with slight issues. Fallout 76 was a really good example of how bad a game can launch. However, I think, like you say, I think um, this game, I don't think it will launch in anywhere near as bad a state as some of the previous games have. I think it's been been polished for too long. I can afford to. And I I think when you, like you said, when when you look at Todd Howard and when he were introducing it and he's in the Bethesda studios, which, by the way, looks incredible. It's gorgeous. But you could see the passion, the way he talks about it, the way that he's always wanted to do this, the way that it's like his pride and joy, isn't it? This is this is his pride and joy. So I think yeah. he'd be more gutted than anybody should it release in not such a good way. But you know, I mean, one thing I think as well that Bethesda have always done well. You mentioned there, like Skyrim, is you could be a hundred, a hundred and twenty hours into a game. And you discover something new. I remember posting a, a, a piece of news on our website a couple of weeks ago about somebody has found something brand new in Skyrim recently. And it's like, how yeah. long has that been game, game been out? And yet nobody's actually discovered that bit yet. That's, I think it's that's crazy. the thing. They create worlds that are just so big and there's just so much to yeah. see and do in them. I mean, obviously, I've never really... I've played Skyrim and I've got... Oh, you know, great game. several, you know, 70, 80 hours into a game, but I've never fully gone through the campaigns. I, I'm guilty of being one of those people that once I'm to a certain point and I can sort of defend myself, I just go exploring. I'm out and about in yeah. the world. Yeah, I discovered, yeah. you know, Same. abandoned ships and all sorts that are just full of loot. And and that's what Bethesda have always done well. You know, the, the world's where... Yeah. Much like your rock star with GTA and that, the the world is just as entertaining as the actual story itself. And yeah, I think you know this, this is going to be this is going to be the pinnacle of it. Oh, massively! This is going to be the pinnacle of that. I mean, it's like the way he describes that um, when you you know when you land on uh, on the planets and things like that, and especially the you go back to see the the constellation in New Atlantis City. And it's like the one thing, obviously, Bethesda have always been good at is those side missions that you meet new people and you yeah. get off them. But what they wanted to to do, in especially New Atlantis and other cities that, that are, are, are scattered about, is they wanted to make it seem 
like all the other sort of NPCs are going about their daily lives, grabbing a coffee on their lunch break from work and things like that. They're just living a daily, yeah. and it, and they want it to come across as though they're having, they're playing their own game. They've got their own life that they're on with, while you are on with your life and doing your missions. And I think, especially in the trailer, when you see that bit, it, it does look like that. You know, you go through a coffee shop. There's a couple of people sat down, nattering. There's somebody at a table with a laptop. There's a couple of people ordering the drinks. And it is like it's just a world that you're. It's just that apart. sense of realism, isn't there? That yeah, you know, Bethesda have always been infamous for creating these famous NPCs that become memes and all this. But I think, like yeah. you say, they've they've made the whole feel of this a little bit more natural, a little bit more real. And you know, I think something that they sort of discussed with as part of the galaxies and the different planets is obviously something very similar to no man's sky is that we can obviously sort of scan planets to see the different biomes and you know yeah. all the different things all the all the different resources the that are available it's pretty yeah. much the same oh, i mean yeah there's there's a lot of people that are saying you know this is no man's sky 2.0 but there's a lot of elements I, in this yeah, game I, disagree. That are I love so... no man's sky but yeah there's a, there's obviously some similarities but no I, yeah, I think it's miles away. Yeah, I think, I mean, like I say, you know, it's what I like is No Man's Sky was good for the fact that, you know, there was obviously these apparently billions of planets in it and so on, which kind of seemed, it was excessive. It was good, it's it's impressive, but you're never going to see them all. But they were all, all very, they were all, I think, I think the biggest difference, if you if people are going to compare the two, is that, no Man's Sky had very little interaction on planets. You might yeah. find the odd little sort of abandoned space station that'd have a bit of loot in it, but it were always the same. There were a little laptop on wall that you could access and get, you know, credits out of and a desk or whatever. Or there might be there might be a certain plant in there that's about to attack you and when you've killed it you can access one of them sort of control panels and get something out of that. But that's not the case in in Starfield. It, every and and I think the one thing I absolutely loved about it is, is when Todd Howard explained and, and and another part of the team that if we visit the same planet, so for example Mars, probably a bad example because I know Mars is on there and it's 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 a, a, a specific city, but in the other planets, I could that planet is not generated until you go to land on it. So for me, I could get absolutely tons of buildings and pirates and bad guys on there that want to fight me um and i and i've got to go through a whole rigmarole to get to whatever i'm 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 trying to find on there yet you could land on that same planet in your game and yours could be very peaceful just a couple of animals roaming about with some nice buildings to loot yeah so i love that fact that even though because me and you are going to be spending so many hours on this and obviously we're going to be comparing stories while we're in a party but we will play very different games in oh, terms yeah, of the exploration think, side of things. Yeah, I think that's the thing. Like I've I've always been I mean, we're both very similar in that sense. We love, you know, the building side, the simulation side, mm. the you know, we're gonna build outposts and all that, but I'm more likely to get sort of sidetracked with that side of things, whereas you do push through the campaign. So, you know, I, I'd I do, like yeah. to think I will yeah. progress through this campaign. You know, there's there's gonna be probably sixty, seventy, eighty hours worth of campaign overall, but I'd like to think I'll be able to do the same sort of thing on this one. But like you say, we know that around 10% of the planets, there's about a thousand planets in the game. Around mm. 10% of them are going to feature life. There's going to be a lot of, you know, completely dead, barren 
planets. But obviously, a lot of these are going to be where we're going to be able to head for, you know, minerals and resources and things that will affect, you know, our yeah. bases and all that further down the line. So I think in terms of overall exploration, I think it's incredible. And like they showcased as well at the event, it's not just on planet that we're going to be bumping into different people. We've got the greater yeah. wide space that, you know, yeah. we can we can run in our battles, we can take over their ships, you know, we can find derelict ships, you can loot them. It, it's incredible. Yeah. And 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 I think as well, I mean, obviously we'll go into the, the, the sort of base building a bit later on, but like you've just said there about, about collecting your resources and your minerals and things like that, is the absolutely thing that I found gorgeous about it is that 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 when you build an outpost is you could you know you can you can assign people to work there and you can set down like you know mining tools that while you're gone it i don't know let's use iron for an example that you've got somebody working at your outpost and you've got this machine that's mining the iron and when you go back there instead of having to go around with your gun yourself the resources are going to be collected yeah there. So, I think that's something you know, I really like having your own crew yeah. that you yeah. you hire them. Yeah, and that's it. And you could meet them anywhere around the world at space stations, up in space, anywhere. Um, but it, I, obviously, we will come back to the base building in a bit. But with that, what I also absolutely loved is that when you you just mentioned there about it's not just going to be on on planet that you meet people and you visit these like massive space stations and that, but also being able to board other ships and and it showed didn't it like the like the cruise ship that were a bit like looked a bit swanky and a casino yeah. and things like that and 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 where there were there were an NPC that um you bumped into and and you got talking over the sort of telecom or whatever you want to call it to that ship and she invited you over for dinner. Oh, do you want a board and have a bit of dinner? Yeah. It's like, wow, you can have just... friendly approaches that, as well yeah. as, you know, offensive. Yeah. And that's what I absolutely love because I think I am that sort of person that will, I'll reference sort of cyberpunk that I'm playing at the minute where between so many missions, I'll go warm and I'll, I'll sleep on the bed and I'll get up and have a shower and I'll change my clothes because I'll, I know it's sad, <laughs> yeah. but I like that sort of living <laughs> life a little bit. So I think, oh, do you know what? Yeah, I've had an hard day. Love, I will pop off of a dinner. Yeah, what you mentioned. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I'm I'm into it. You know, I, I, but I think that's the, I think that's what I found gorgeous about the game is that the the thought about more aspects than your campaign and your side missions, and your exploration. They've just put a, that little bit extra in. Yeah, and I think, and I that, think that in itself will deliver so much to the gamer. That's what I like about, obviously, what we've said already about, obviously, you can approach other ships, you can take over them. The ship element is massive. Oh, the, that is... I think this is one of the that. things that we really, really took away from this. That obviously, in again, there's going to be comparisons to No Man's Sky, let's be honest. like you know, They're, they're very similar in certain elements. Now, in No Man's Sky, you could buy different ships that you found at different space stations and so on, but the customization of it was like almost non-existent you could just find minimal, good ships minimal. yeah you could get the ships you could take them you could buy them you could fly them and so on whereas the ship building and the customization on this one is absolutely outstanding you can you can well, change the I mean, layouts yes it's 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 what they they showcase when one one lady didn't she i forget her name but she came on and she's like oh i like making them like animals 
Then she'd made one look like a spider. She made one look like an ant, um, a fly, I think it was. And then that guy came out and says, oh, well, I like, um, what do they call them? Not Mercoids, is it? Something like that. And and he built, it looked like bloody Optimus Prime, didn't it? It's like, oh, my God. Like, the, it's, it's it's incredible. You can build them tenuous. as tall or as long or as wide as you want. Every yeah. element of them ships can be moved around in there, like in the customization builder. And what I like as well is it's not just the exterior; it's the interior. Everything moves yeah. around. You can obviously you can add all your different sort of elements to it. You can have your uh, your weapons section where you could sort of store all your weapons. You have the area where your staff will be planning, you know, your missions and things like that. You'll have and living quarters. Area. Yeah, you you are crafting. You everything about it is just it's it's incredible. I think that the fact yeah. that we're going to be able to do this and that's just such a small element of the greater game. Yeah. It's like, it's like unbelievable. There, like about going back to the sort of hiring the crew, you could get to a stage where I don't know. Say say you've got a a a, a crew. Uh, what they don't call them a block, but a pod. So that pod is obviously dedicated to the crew and where they where they work. So I don't know. Let's say for argument's sake, there's only three desks in that certain pod, and you've got three workers. You go hire another worker. You now know, right? My ship's got to be customized to, to accommodate to create, yeah, to accommodate mm-hmm. the you know this new worker and stuff. And it's like, and and I think what I also loved about it is, and it, and it showcased it a bit more in the in the um, building of the outposts is. Just how kind of homely you could make the living quarters look. Yeah. Um, and it's like, wow, it actually looks really modern. A nice little modern city, and I've got a little table there with a rug. And I just think, wow, like, and it's not because, again, the comparison to No Man's Sky it was very bland. What you could build was very bland. Yeah, I think this was the thing. You know, of course, looked the same no matter where it was. Yeah. I mean, I said to you during this showcase, the thing that I like about the ships is. Again, on No Man's Sky, you get in, you sit in your seat, you fly. You can't get up, you can't move around. Whereas on this, the flying of it is just a small element of what you can actually do in terms... You know, you can take off into space, get out your seat, and then spend the next three hours just literally living your life on your ship. You know, you could be customising your your weapons display. You could be... You know, I'm sure you'll be able to sort of customise your own appearance and that on board. And it's, you know, just the ships alone just feels yeah. like a really and, and, cool and t- part of the game. Yeah, unbelievably. And touching on the ship element, the one thing I absolutely adored is so when you're fighting, obviously you're going to you, you're going to be doing a lot of fighting in your ship. Yeah. And we may as well cuz we've been doing anyway, but we'll touch on No Man's Sky where you're just banging your triggers to 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 shoot. And Starfield have have gone completely different and said no, we don't want you to just Smack your triggers and 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 have a shoot out. So and it's that ability to to redirect your power. So if a ship's doing a runner, you redirect it, you know, to 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 upper your ship's speed and maneuverability to chase them down. If you if you are in a, a dogfight, you you move the power to your your guns and shield. And if you're just getting surrounded, you know, with with your your triggers and and everything like that, and and your other buttons, you you put the power into the grab drive so you can get out of there. Yeah. So that your grab drive happens faster. So I just, again, it's such a small element. It's so tiny, but I think it's going to make a massive, massive difference, you know, to how you approach a battle, to, to 
Do you feel you can take it? If you can't take it, there's a way out. I just think it's going to, it's going to change the dynamic of the way that you are battling on the, on this game. And I just yeah. think, again, it's and obviously a small the customization of you know your weapons difference. and everything. I think the yeah. whole the whole thing is just going to be everything you do. You know, you could create yourself your own little mini mini ship. You know, where you just go out and there's nothing really on board, but then you could create this absolute tank of a ship that's got just about every weapon and you know attacking thing you could have on board, and you could just go out and dominate the skies. But yeah, I just exactly. think, like, that, say, like the you limits. Said, if you meet an NPC that's got a mission that's like you said, you've got a little ship to start. With. Well, you've got a couple of ships, but you're you're in your little one that's quick and manoeuvrable, and you're getting about fast, doing loads of different stuff. You meet a side mission that's like, you know, I need you to take out this group of, I don't know, 20 pirates, for example. You're going to be sat there thinking, no good going in this ship. So yeah. I better head over there and get me other ship to go do that. because. And I just think, again, that's such a good element. It's kind of like living the life of it, saying, well, no, I need to go get me other ship now. Yeah. And I think moving on from the ships, obviously, we have touched on the outpost, which are basically... Ugh your planet version of you know a base a house whatever you want to call it it's the places that you set up and you can basically live on these different planets i believe you can set them up just about anywhere can't you they're just you know these are your yeah. and, and like planet I said, house the, the, homes they're not just a house either they're not just somewhere to build and because we love that aspect don't we we any yeah. game that's got base building in it and things we absolutely love um but this is not just that it, it becomes a tool. So, like we've said, it, it, if there's a if there's a planet that's full of iron and you want it, set up an extractor, and it'll harvest it for you while you're not there, and a crew member's looking after it. So, it's more than a base. It, it, this is it's a tool. It's almost a factory if you want yeah. it to be. And I couldn't help. I'd, I'd, I'd probably think you were doing the same, but I couldn't help as they were going through different planets, it, and in the start of that video, and a bit more towards the end. I remember seeing like a beautiful beach type planet and I'm thinking, oh, there'll be an house going on there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right at seafront. I think that's and I just the thing. help it and envision that's where an actual house will be that I'll spend a bit of time. Yeah. Others I mean, obviously, for other purposes. We did, we've done it on all sorts of games, obviously No Man's Sky and other games. You know, Minecraft, we've always been the same as well, where we don't just land and build. We scout our area. We, you know, we find... Oh, yeah. The perfect location for us that we like it's not just about oh you know it's all the coppers around here it's not just about the copper it's is it scenic <laughs> you know yeah is there a beach? it is it's when you come out of your front door are you gonna smile yeah it's exactly that and that's thing, the way it? we've always done it we've literally anybody who knows us will know that when we've set up realms and stuff on minecraft we could literally spend a night or even two just yeah. running around Scouting. finding yeah. that spot and, you know, this is going to be exactly the same on a grander scale, massive scale. You know, we're going to find these planets. Oh, I'm going to set up my first outpost. Well, if it's going to be my first one that I'm going to have to live in for a while, it's got to be right. It's got to be the right yeah. location. It's got to have everything I want. And, you know, and I think, like I've said, obviously, there's obviously a massive campaign to go with it. But I think on our side, we're going to get the hundreds of hours out of the simulation and the, you know, the creative side of it as well. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. 
you know, if the story and the side missions take a hundred hours to do, that's us doing two hundred hours because, like, yeah, like you said with the base building, the the finding of the locations, and how many times have we gone and oh yeah, this is lovely, this would be a perfect spot, and then we might go on an adventure in Z game, and oh my god, I found an even better spot. Yeah, I'm going to move. We've, we've I'm moved move locations a yeah. lot of times, and I mean, like mentioning Minecraft, there we've we've gone to lengths where we've gone around an entire map trying to find an island out with big islands. Yeah, but together, we don't want me yeah. on one. We want to be me on one island, you on another. We're going to build. We've built underwater bridges to get to each other over over land bridges to get to another. We go to town, don't we? This is not. Yeah, this we is have no joke rail in networks our, and everything circle, going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is no joke in our circle. The perfect location for us outposts <laughs> is, is a must. <laughs> so, so yeah, we're going to get loads of time out of that. And what I also love is that um, the biggest thing for me, and I'm going to I'm going to bring back a No Man's Sky comparison, is sometimes trying to get them to line up that the floor panels, the roof panels, it could be a bloody nightmare. Yeah. But with this, you can switch to an aerial view. So you're looking top down at your base as you're building it and putting it all together. And I just think that is so, so smart of them to do because that is going to save so much time. And I can guarantee me and you are going to be between them cameras going, oh, no, that's not quite right like that. And, oh, take that back away and try it this way. Oh, no, it might look better like that. And we're going to be sending pictures to each other, aren't we? Oh, here, have a look at this. What do you think? Yeah, well, we, so, obviously, we are very perfectionist perfect. like that. We like to, yeah. you know, we've got to get it right. And I think... Like I say, the simulation, the building side of it's all obviously going to be a big part of it, but something that was also, I thought, was a far more impressive than what I'd initially thought, because, you know, we know what Bethesda games are generally like in terms of combat and, you know, all mm. them elements, but I think the combat in this looks very good as well with the different weapons and, you know, obviously... Yeah. Th there's a whole different element to take into consideration in this game, which is obviously the atmosphere... Yeah, I'm gonna say there's that bit with the with the shotgun in it. Yeah, where he fires it and it blows him back because of the gravity, and I think that yeah. is, again is so in, you know it's so intuitive, it's brilliant. Yeah, and I think that's what I find really impressive that you know when you're out at, in space, some ships, you know, and the same with the planets, I suppose. You know, you might board a ship and there's enough thingy that you know there's gravity on your ship that you've boarded but then you might get on the next ship and it's zero gravity so you're floating around so that's going to make combat that little bit more difficult and yeah. like you said and, and like you said it's the same on the planets one jump could take you miles in air and yet another, yeah and another one you'll be planted like on firmly Earth. and yeah. you know i think like you said the the physics of it as well with obviously weapons that will push you back you know you'll be able to jump higher in certain things which for me, when I've played games like Destiny with, you know, you've jetpacks and all this sort of thing and gravity, and I've always quite enjoyed doing the thing of, you know, you jump out of the way of the danger and then shoot from above. And it looks like yeah, this is the, the prime yeah. game to do the same sort of thing as I used to do in Destiny 2. So I think combat-wise and the sheer amount of customization of weapons and that in this gonna game... I was going to say, touching on that is how big is the customization on guns as well as the ships and yeah, everything else. And, and, and one thing we didn't mention, like with the character and that is, is how many perks there were for for oh, different yeah. areas. I mean, that, that was just so vast. So you're not only, you know, concentrating on customizing your ships, your outposts, it, it, it is your weapons. It's your, 
your character, everything, and, and you've got a background story. But but touching on that weapons and going back to something you briefly mentioned earlier is having that sort of weapons pod on your ship. That, for me, I absolutely love because one thing that annoys me through games is I have a really good weapon, and I've done it on Cyberpunk, really, really good weapon that I've used for ages, and I've found something better, and that just gets put in my stash, and I will never, ever use it or see it again. But one yeah, thing I absolutely a little showcase. Love, yeah, on Starfield, you can showcase it. It's there in like a little trophy cabinet hung up, and you're kind of like, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. But I just think, again, it's a very minor detail, but something I find incredibly impressive because it, 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 your guns have now got a reason behind them when you're not using them anymore. Yeah, exactly. I just I think, love it. I mean, I always said, obviously... Um, we've said before, obviously, I quite enjoy the multiplayer element of games as well. But I said the only shame about this game potentially only ever being a you know a single player campaign and story and everything is it would be pretty cool to be able to you know visit each other. Obviously, in No Man's Sky, you could. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it yeah. would be cool that you know I could sort of turn up on your planet and show my customized ship. Come and have a look at my weapons gallery. You know, come and meet all the crew that I've got on board and. That, yeah. that side of the element of it all, I'm a bit disappointed in that obviously there's no multiplayer, but the grand scheme of things, no you know. in the future, that won't no, be there's, that there's every do. chance, you know, they might create multi, you know, multiplayer planets where you can literally meet up and that. I don't know, but as it stands, I don't because think we're one... going to get multiplayer. No, I don't. And, but for me, I'm not, I'm not too bothered about that. Like, because I really can appreciate a really good single player. Like, you know, everybody knows I'm a big Final Fantasy fan. And that, for me, I've never, ever played the online Final Fantasies because it just doesn't appeal to me. No, yeah. I want, I want, this is me time, just me. So I don't particularly mind that. The one thing I would like to do is, here, Ash, come and look at me base. Come and look at... Yeah, exactly. It's, it's the showing show your own creations. By taking screenshots on Xbox, which is incredibly easy. But... If I've built a vast base or a vast ship, how many photos am I going to have to yeah, take exactly. to give you the good feel for it? Whereas you popping over, it'd be like, oh, yeah, I like this. Oh, that's given me an idea. Because we do a lot of that, don't we, as we mentioned with base building. So, yeah, there is that element of it. But touching on what I just said, maybe something comes in the future, I don't know. But the, the one thing I do want to mention with, with Starfield and stuff, and because what a lot of games do, Grand Theft Auto, which we've forementioned, their DLC, how much have they added on that on GTA 5 since oh, that game? Yeah, launched? on their online version of the game, and that it's just, yeah, it's constant. So that's if that's possible with this, what is it currently a little over a thousand planets could become 2,000, could yeah. become you know, the whole new storylines. I mean, they've just done it with Fallout 76, they've added Atlantic City, a, a whole new city to the game. So, what what's the potential here with this game? Where where does it expand to in years to come? Yeah, where you've got to it... think, you know, there's no way that Starfield is the sort of game that's going to launch and six months later, that's the last update and, you know, you just no. play as you are. There's going to be so much already in the works for DLC and, you know, yeah. different things that are going to come to this game. More planets, more cities, more weapons. You know, the weapons, there's only going to be... Obviously, there's a customization, but in terms of actual base weapons, there's only going to be so many at launch. You know, they're going to add more things, more weapons, yeah. more customization, yeah. more armor, and everything like that. So, you know, I think 
there's no reason why we couldn't maybe one day get multiplayer. I don't think it's something that's planned at the minute at no. all. But going going back to the sort of combat as well that you mentioned picked up on there is one thing I also loved about it is it seems like because because during that sort of uh, deep dive forty five minute um, Starfield direct showcase is different. It showed different members of the team playing the game in a very different yeah. way. Like you said, people, you know, using the jetpack and going from above, which you've said is your kind of thing. And both me and you are massive on sniping. And I yeah. just think with the customization and with the various different weapons that are available in this game, it really is going to be, how do, how do you like to approach it? Me personally, I'm a very stealthy, Assassin's Creed type ninja that likes to go about it silently. You don't know I'm there, but when you find out I'm there, you're going to pay for it. But yet, there's other people that what just like all guns blaze it. Killjoy, don't he? One of our one of our lads. He's always the one with the biggest bloody gun, the biggest bloody outfit, the biggest yeah. bloody showcase because he, he makes just a goes scene. <laughs> Terminator mad, don't he? Yeah, he loves to let everybody know he's there like an idiot. But and and again, I, I just think this game is going to offer that as well. Is how do you want to approach this battle? How do you want to approach that fight? Do you want to avoid it? Do you want to do it sneakily? Do you want to go all guns blazing? And I just think it is going to be tailored. You tailor make the game is how I feel. So that's probably the best way I could... That The, the question at the start of the podcast that you asked me, how did I feel? I'd probably say that's the best way that I could describe it is I feel like I can tailor make the way I play the game. Yeah. I think I think just the the possibilities across the whole thing are endless. You know the way you battle. You know, like you say, <clears throat> the the way I normally play it would be you know that sort of thing. Use the gravity, and if there are jetpacks and everything, you know, use that to your advantage. But then I might find a weapon that's like some sort of mega blast shotgun that I'm gonna you know I'm gonna run around with that for a bit, and I'll just literally yeah. run all guns blazing and blast people away. It's there's just going to be so many different ways to play the game, and I just think it's going to be incredible. And a bit something that was mentioned, and I said how stunning it looked as well. Obviously, we've mentioned previously about the cities and stuff. Obviously, yeah, ten percent of the Sorry, planets are going to be. Sorry, just before we move on to the city part on that combat that you just mentioned, I also find specific stories could make me approach. Yeah, because um, there might be more stealthy missions. Different. Yeah. Yeah, but not only that, but say you're, you're a, you've got a character and you're getting on really well with them. Yeah, I really like that character and we're, we're good mates or we're boyfriend and girlfriend, which we know is a, is a possibility in um, Starfield. And not only with you, but NPCs, part yeah. of your crew can end up forming relationships. But say that person gets killed or badly hurt or kidnapped or whatever it might be, then, you know, sod the stealthy. I'm going in, I'm going to tear your head off. Yeah, exactly. So There's I going to be different means that for different... Dynamic, yeah. yeah, that dynamic can change how you approach stuff. But yeah, sorry, on to the city. Yeah, um, obviously, we got we got a little view of... Uh, I think we got a little view of New Atlantis in the last we years. Did. So this time, obviously, we saw a little bit more about it and everything to do with the game. And obviously, like we've said previously, the, you know, the NPCs that are actually just going about their day. Um, New Atlantis is the main city in it that's where it's you know it's we generally yeah, base around that's the, the biggest city constellation of base aren't they yeah and they have said that obviously um new atlantis is the biggest city 
that Bethesda has ever made in terms of overall size, you know, the, the artwork that's gone into it, the characters, the quests that you can do in there. As a whole, this city is insane. You know, visually, it's stunning. And the possibilities just in that city alone of what you're going to be able to get up to and, you know, get involved with just in that one city, I think, you know, we know there's more planets and more cities that are going to be out there. But, you know, I, th I think yeah, because New Atlantis like, looks there's great. Cl there's clans out there that are in different... So and I know they mentioned um, Mars uh, is is on there, and so so like New Atlantis is the like the first human settlement and that in it. But then yeah. other other planets are run by certain clans, so they might have a, a sort of smaller city built on there. Um, and you know that's like like Mars is a huge mining city, isn't it? And it's yeah. known as like Sidonia on there. So you are going to see others, but like in the video when it, it, it kind of pans up, doesn't it? And you see all the skyscrapers and that in New Atlantis and you just think, my God, it's stunning. And like you yeah. said, the possibilities just within this city are going to be huge. And this is where you start your journey as well. So, And it's a city that you're going to sort of constantly come back to. But also it's like, it, it, you know, they, they describe it as it's very rich in human history, isn't it? That where they, 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 everybody on that planet is getting taught about Earth yeah. um, and things like that. So, but also what I found good is that they, the, the constellation can end up on your ship with you. It's not just NPCs you meet about. These members could come on the missions with you and be part of your crew. Yeah, I um, think it's, it, the constellation bit is something I'm really looking forward to learning a little bit more about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love that you get like the little consolation patch in like the, you know, the, the bigger versions of the game and stuff like that in the, when you, the one where you get the watch and it comes in that proper little briefcase, doesn't it? And you get the little constellation patch and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, in terms of a city, like you said, the biggest one I've ever built, I think it's, this it, it, I, I think, I don't think, as breathtaking as the video was, I think when we actually get as hands on the game, I think you're going to sit there in sort of awe a little bit, aren't you? Like, oh, yeah, God. I think the sheer size right. of it's going to be, and hopefully the majority of the buildings aren't just going to be, you know, locked up and, you know, you can't access yeah, them. Hopefully there's plenty of things you can explore in and, you know, yeah. let us, again, another element of where we can just go off and explore and, you know, you could next thing you know, you spend four hours walking around the city and that. Yeah, but, um, yeah. But I would something... love that fact of where they, they're all living their own lives and, like you just said, we could spend hours doing this. But, you know, oh, it could be wearing a party and you're like, oh, what have you done on Starfield today? Oh, I've just been having a coffee with Catherine and a bit yeah. of a natter for the last two hours. Oh, what have you been doing? You know, but it's that kind of thing that that don't bother me in a game, that I actually sort of like that aspect of a game, thinking, my God, I've just been sat here. She was doing no for a while, but I've enjoyed it anyway. Now, I think something that got a bit of a reaction after the showcase uh, for, obviously, Starfield was, what was your opinion on this emphasis on, like, these space cowboy sort of characters? Because I know that some of the reviews and some of the feedback from it were like, you know, they almost, these space cowboy characters almost had a fallout sort of, you know, cowboy image. And it was a little bit, it sort of took away from the space feel a little bit. 
do you think that sort of had that negative sort of approach of you know it's kind no, of a don't. weird character to sort of throw into a space game i don't know because i mean when you kind of i mean i know we didn't get too much of a look into uh the sort of backstory i know obviously that the part of the story obviously that everybody's learning about earth and sort of obviously come from earth at some point and they're up here obviously we don't know the ins and outs but i kind of get the you know well if everybody's come from earth there is very different types of people yeah. around so why would you not bump into that in space when people have moved to space if you do you know what i mean so no i don't say don't get me wrong i'm not saying i didn't find it a little bit strange and like, oh bloody hell, a bit wacko but but not enough to think of that as a negative no did yeah. you uh not really i did sort of when it was showcased and you know there was a couple of little sort of segments where you saw one of these like cowboy characters talk and Obviously, when I'm saying cowboy, they're not, you know, Wild West, you know, with the gunsling and all that. But they're, you know, a bit more, you know, they're, they're kind of the bad guys and all that. And they're sort of referenced as like the space cowboys and all this. So they are, you know, they're they're going to be the dodgy guys that if you approach them, they're going to shoot and all this sort of thing. But there was that element that I just thought, you know, like I said, they kind of sort of belong in Fallout. They're that sort of hostile sort of character. But at the same time, you know, I think they'll do the job fine. I don't think it's an issue where, like you say, I don't think it's something that I'm going to run into them and go, do you know what, that that was like Fallout. I don't get that sort of thing. You know, it's. I think yeah. they'll do all right. I think, I think going down the route of calling them cowboys... that would be a problem. Yeah. I think, you know, going down the route of calling them like cowboys, maybe they could have had their own sort of more unique image and yeah. name. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, as an overall, I don't think it's something... I saw a couple of articles after it was posted about that, you know, why why are we getting sort of cowboys in space? But, you know, as long as they're not riding around on horses and, you know... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think, if that yeah. kind of caper were going on, I'd, I'd probably have a bit of a problem with that. Um, but no, I mean, like I said, for me, I see it as in, you know, people have, have moved from Earth up to these various different planets, and I expect to meet very different people along the way that, that yeah. are not... I, I, I'd, be more, I'd be more concerned if every character looked the same because they're out in space. Well, they all have to look the same. I'd be more yeah. concerned if that was the case. It certainly um, looks but like no, the I, overall variety of characters is huge. Yeah. And that, yeah, and, and, and that's exactly what I want to see. And, you know, I just think, um, I, I love, speaking of characters and that, and one that uh, <laughs> I might have a problem with is, is when they go into the character creation um, and you can get different perks that will, you know, will affect you somewhere. I know exactly what you're going to say. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> that can affect you somewhere along the line. So you might get a perk that is a religious type of perk that, that can allow you through space cowboys or whatever, that you, pirates, that, that, and you'll get through because they're the same religion. But they had one where it was an adoring fan, and he were a bit, he were a bit clingy, weren't they? he? Yeah, were a... I mean, people have sort of said, people said very quickly on this, um, it, it's kind of Bethesda's sort of nod to the adoring fan in Oblivion. Now, if you have a look at... Uh, right. the the character from Oblivion. He was again another guy with blonde, spiky hair. 
this guy looks a little bit more real than the character that was obviously in Oblivion. He was a little bit more sort of almost elfish looking. Um, but they've definitely gone down, you know, the similarities in terms of the fan that you bump into. But yeah, I think why you'd really want that as a trait, I don't know, because it would get annoying, I think, eventually having, does, you know, the NPCs. I think he gets you more money, doesn't he? Or something like that. There is Potentially. A, I think, he, yeah, they all... There's a perk to having him. But yeah, I think I every think perk and trait... the fact that I'm going to blow his brains out or chuck him from ship. No, exactly. I think that's the thing, like, obviously, we've touched on earlier, that there's the series of different traits and that that you can pick from is massive. And yeah. they all come with their own advantages and disadvantages. You know, you might have the adoring fan who brings cash and gifts and things to you all the time, but you've got to deal with every time you visit New Atlantis, having this guy or woman running around after you you know, telling you how great you are. So everything, every element of the trait thing is going to be something that, again, I think when it comes to creating your initial character, I don't think it's something that you're going to be able to just sort of create and jump in. I think it's going to take time. Um, you know, and you want to sort of yeah. make sure you pick things sensibly that are going to suit the way you want to play the game. And and I think as well is when you look at the appearance side of it, that, I found that so in-depth, you know, that every blemish, every little detail you can you can customise in your face. So with a bit of luck, we won't see many characters that look the same. I'm sure we will because people will skip it. But what I also like, I love how in-depth it was, and it will literally take me about an hour and a half to create my character. I can tell you that now. But what I also liked about it is they showcase that it, it looks simple enough if you don't want to go that in-depth. You know, by sort of five or six clicks, you can have your character ready yeah. and off you go. So I, I, I love that, that the thought about everything in that aspect as well, that if you don't want to do an in-depth creation of your character, you don't have to. You can click through, make it look quite generic, but a little bit different, and then off you go. Um, and the skill tree we mentioned earlier, I mean, there's five different skill trees in the physical, social, combat, science, and tech. And then there is four rank ladders Per, um, uh, so there's four levels basically. You got level one, two, three, and four in all of them, and I yeah. think I counted that the least in one of those levels tiers, if you like, was four. So I think the minimum per one of them is like twenty, twenty-five different skills minimum because they're not yeah. all the same. They don't all have like four per tier or whatever. Some might have five, six. So that is, I mean. The one thing that I took from that when we watched it and we commented how many sort of things there were to unlock in terms of perks and, and XP and skills is that is going to take a massive, huge amount of XP to get all of them. Yeah, to complete the whole lot. But then that means they've got to build a game where earning that amount of XP is possible. So it's got to be absolutely ginormous. Absolutely yeah. ginormous. I think it's uh, it, it's insane. I mean, that's kind of it for in terms of the actual game, what we saw. You know, there's a lot of different things that we'd learned from it. And, you know, there's no saying we're not going to see a little bit more of a deep dive closer to the release. Um, but then, obviously, to kind of wrap up the event, we also got a little showcase, which obviously we knew we'd seen... The controller had leaked, didn't we? The Xbox controller that was yes. Starfield themed, and you know it's it's potentially one of the best looking Xbox controllers they've ever made. 
it's stunning it's got see-through yeah. it's got see-through triggers so you can see the vibration mechanisms working um and it seemed very much around you know the starfield design and everything like that and then and looking like your ship yeah the controls and, of your ship and yeah i think it's you know it went on sale i think pretty much straight after the show didn't it um one thing obviously like i say we knew that the controller was coming one thing we didn't know was that there was going to be the headset to go with it which yep. you in particular was absolutely blown away by that weren't you the, oh, the headset loved it i just think it i just want to be sat playing game and make it look like i've got my, my spaceship controller in me and my spaceship controller on on my head uh, my my headset on my head so yeah i yeah it blew me away i, I absolutely yeah i love it and I think the, the bit that really blew us away was the other accessory that you can get for the game, which is the limited edition. Uh, I think it's in the the ultimate, ultimate collection, isn't it? Like the best one yeah. you can get, which is a smartwatch, a, a fully functioning, working smartwatch that's themed, again, around like the spaceship design of, you know, Starfield, uh, fully yep. functional, fully compatible with your smartphone and everything. Um, the downside to it is, I think you're looking at about two hundred and seventy-five pound for that edition, which yeah. you know that that kind of put but us off. You get well, it didn't put me off. Well, it put me off. You, you get you get a smartwatch with it, and that. Yeah, so, I think that's the thing. You can justify it in terms think, of that. But I think the biggest thing as well that blew me away with that is so back in the Apollo days. Um, they said that obviously when they collected um, samples from the moon, they had a very specific case with a very specific latch on that case, and your smartwatch and your little constellation patch that you get as part of this bundle comes in that 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 case is designed exactly like those that were was on the Apollo collecting samples from the moon. That case, yeah. the locking mechanism, everything. Is designed like that, so I think again, put the smartwatch aside and 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 everything else. But how often would you get that sort of case in, in you know in your lifetime? Would you ever get one of them again? No, probably not. And I think so that's the thing. I, just, Bethesda, I think it is incredible. Bethesda have obviously gone out there before and done the big ultimate editions. Obviously, they did. I think it was Fallout Four. I don't think was it seventy six or Fallout Four where they did the the Pip Boy. That was like a fully working on your oh, wrist, yeah. you know, that might big green watch thing. So, you know, they've yeah, done it yeah. before. This one is significantly bigger and better. You know, it's official Xbox merchandise for the controller and the headset. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, I just think this whole thing as a whole, if this game can launch in as good a state as it looks, with everything going smoothly, I think this this will almost certainly be game of the year. And I think I think it will. Can you think of a game that might top this for you this year? I know we've got some good ones coming. We already discussed it in the Xbox showcase. You know the likes of City Skylines, and and we saw more news on that the other day that again would you know mind blowingly good. But do you think there's going to be a game out this year that could? I don't potentially think there will be. No, I don't close. think. You know, there's been I obviously don't. there's games on other platforms. You know, you've got your Spider Man and stuff over on PlayStation. Yeah. Uh, as well as like the Horizon game and things like that. I don't know whether that was this year, was it, or was that early, late last year? Uh, it might. It might be. Um, I can't. I, I think don't know, to be honest. Was. But so, for you personally, I mean, do you think 
there's I don't a game think that anything will, top will the really. No, I think if it launches in the state that we're hoping, which is you know, yes, there's going to be bugs. There's all every game launches with issues. Not you know, not game breaking bugs, but you know, if you occasionally see a character that's half walking through a wall, you know, it happens. We know bugs are in the games, but if this game launches in a fully playable, fully enjoyable experience. This will 100% be game of the year for me, and more than likely it will be up there as one of the top ones for game of the year, you know, at the awards and that later on this year. Yeah. And then another question What sort of ship will you build first? That's a good one. Um, I think I'm going to go down a more traditional spaceship style i'm not gonna go obviously right. we saw the one that looked you know you, you transformers looking things you know you had an optimus prime looking one and people have sort of like you say created them to look like animals i think i'm just gonna go for the best looking spaceship you know i want it to look right. as as smart as i can as big and as long and as wide and as kitted out as i can do with the weapons and everything else that you know when it lands it's like that looks incredible not I don't let's go for example if it was a multiplayer game I don't want to pull up at port to meet you and you laugh and go oh, I don't know let's say Spider-Man you know oh wow Spider-Man you know I don't want to create a Spider-Man ship I want to create the most incredible looking spaceship you know with all yeah. the cool bits and gadgets and the layout of it and everything cuz I can and I think Maybe down the line, obviously, I'm sure we're allowed, we'll have, you know, whether there's a limit on how many ships you can have, I don't know. But I'm sure I'll have a couple of, you know, creative ones along the way. But I think my main ones, I'm going to go down the route of, you know, the most cool looking actual spaceship style. Yeah, yeah, keep it traditional. What about you? For me, very similar. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say traditional. I, I will play about with it and get different looks and things like that. But high tech. I want it to look techy. Yeah. I'm think, a tech guy, and I want it to look techy. I want I it to look like this is thing, the future. I mean, obviously, there's not really a, a traditional spaceship style, but, yeah, like what you've said, you know, I want it to just look like it's not looking like it's anything else. It is a spaceship. You know, like you say, it's going to look modern. It's going to look, you know, impressive without mm. it clearly being an attempt to you know making it look like an animal or a character yeah. or something else i want it to look like a fully functioning spaceship you know and like you say is we as modern and as techy looking as you can make it obviously the customization of the colors and the paintwork and that as well yeah you know we're going to make them just yeah. as cool as we want to make That's them it. it's, it's the design that goes into it as well yeah. and it like for me i picture something quite modern looking maybe quite light with silver trimming you know, like a yeah. chrome trim or something like that. I mean, that. I always something go just for sets it off. Um, my the color that I go with everything, my Xbox and everything is all themed around red. So there's a good chance my ship and everything, my armor that I wear, like my spacesuit and everything, it will generally have a red color to it. But, you know, yeah. that's my See, thing. It'll probably be red and white. Dark colors. Yeah, yeah. I've always it'll be red and black or red and white or you know something along those lines for me generally. So. Yeah, I think we've got a lot to look forward to, and uh, yeah, I we do. ain't got long to I wait. Do. No, we don't, because uh, September 6th, isn't it, on Xbox yeah. Series X so and we're S, almost, and it's available. We're almost at July the 6th. We're a few days away from that. So what's that then, 17th? So we've got two months, just over two months left. Yeah. 
which when T- you break that down into like and f- seven days. Yeah, so when you break it down, we've got like nine weeks ish. Yeah, nine weeks, and it, and it's Game Pass. It's completely free. That is, I think that's got to be the ma- most mind blowing thing. That's such a vast and good game that you you're gonna put pour hundreds of hours in. It's completely yeah. free if you want it to be. It won't be for me because I'll be buying controller and headset and potentially <laughs> the collector's edition. But so it won't be free for me. But if you want it to be, this this vast game can be for nothing zero yeah so i just think um we we will definitely share um photographs of our ships and um outposts characters and everything else our crew will all we'll post it on his website what we will we'll dedicate some some space to that and we we will yeah we'll encourage as well you guys share yours with us and, and, and we'll post it and, and we'll shout out when it comes you know the maybe we do a, a, a giveaway for the best looking ship uh and stuff like that because i think this is going to be a massive game that we we may well be talking about for months and maybe a year or so to come yeah definitely. Uh, when we've got it so i definitely think we should you will indulge this game in a very 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 big way um but yeah i mean I think the excitement speaks for itself. I mean, this is this is one po- podcast I've been waiting to do, uh, and like Ash said at the beginning of the episode, things outside the uh, outside of the podcast has prevented us from doing this any sooner. <laughs> one of them being I've had ten people and two dogs living in my very tiny house, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, which is it's been an adventurous week, I'll tell you that. But I've been so excited to do this because we are buzzing aren't we for this game we are absolutely buzzing for this game just sort of looking at obviously my computer now we're like two minutes away from an hour so it shows that we can talk about this one game for an hour and we haven't even played it yet (laughs) we've just literally discussed what we've seen (laughs) we might have to do another (laughs) and god help whoever takes the review of this on the website because that's going to be a big one to write Maybe we should do, maybe we should team up on that. Yeah, maybe it'll have to be a, a podcast review. We'll, we'll come back to yeah. that. But, but, uh, yeah, but so, yeah, we're excited and we hope you're as excited as we are. Yeah, 100%. Let us know, obviously, on the website or on our social media. Give us a comment if, you know, what your thoughts are with Starfield. Do you think it will be your game of the year? Um, is there any, what games do you think might compete against it for game of the year? Um, as of next week, obviously, this will go live on Friday the 30th of June if you're listening to it today uh, live on Friday um, as of next week we'll return to posting weekly Friday episodes with a bit of a wrap up of the weekly news we might bring a few topics and discussions along the way uh, so as always if you have enjoyed this episode and everything to do with the Summer Games Fest you can follow us on our Spotify as well as our social media and obviously our website press-start.uk Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate all of you. We do. Thank you for listening, guys, and we will see you next week.